Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Hello everybody and welcome. Today we are going over the whole journey is the full potential. And with that, I want to share with you a quote from Yahweh Cavalier who also is the one I got inspired by for this particular uh, topic because it is so powerful when he says in one of his songs, the whole journey is the full potential. And I want to start off more with a scientific perspective of this and then dive in a little bit deeper into the more basically taking an abstract concept and making it more of a tangible concept. Because as we've been growing through these different conversations of consciousness, We've also been understanding that we are also evolving each and every time we tune in and dive into ourselves through the practice of yoga and meditation and Ayurveda. And today, our conversation will go into more of the aspect of the whole journey being your full potential because you're already there. And how this starts is that we have the four main levels of nature and the four main levels of nature that have been discovered by physics. And so this is why I said we're going to start a little bit more with these conversations from a scientific perspective, and then we're going to break it down into consciousness, and then we're going to break it down into a poem that we have here, and then we're going to end together. And then you can join me later over on Vivaya Live for the yoga practice that will go along with this. So let's begin. So the four main levels of nature that have been discovered by physics are found in structures and layers of nature. And these come from a macroscopic to a microscopic. And so we're going from the surface level and then down to the pure unified field and then from the pure unified field upwards back to the surface level. So this is the constant fluctuation and how this happens. And those of you that are into physics are definitely going to understand this and follow along. It's which may be studied through physics actually calls itself quantum mechanics the quantum field theory as well as the unified field known as the super unified field the super unified field is that pure quietness that's at the very bottom of the ocean very subtle however it's still slightly dynamic within each of those layers 
exist these different laws and you can find these through mathematics you can find them through different logic you can find them through systems that are that are governing their own fundamental existence and all of the layers of modern physics with all of its various laws of governing and the mathematics all come together in their wholeness successfully as a superstring theory and a lot of you know about the superstring theory so this is probably not new to you but for those of you that are new to this this is in a nutshell and very simple language what the superstring theory is and this brings together the expansion and the contraction so think of it like a like a rubber band and it's pulling apart and coming back together pulling apart and coming back together this is what the superstring theory speaks about in quantum physics and all of the systems are infused within each of those experiences and they're moving harmoniously so moving these little rubber bands harmoniously throughout the existence of the laws of nature so think of also i want to illustrate this as a lava lamp okay so if you think of a lava lamp moving and this effervescence is the core kind of these loops they go up and then they come back down and they generate as bubbles so these little bubbles come up towards the surface and as dr Haglin says and dr Haglin is the um the professor he's a dean but he's also the dean of the maharishi international university and he's also the um, professor of physics here as well at maharishi international university and he mentions that the it's like the originating from the ocean of unbounded absolute silence this is the origin of it so if you look at a lava lamp it it just when you turn it on it has to heat up when it heats up you start to see these these like bubbles flowing up and down this would be representative of this unified consciousness so all of this is flowing upward the little bubble bands are beginning to stimulate and grow and manifest and so he continues that the photon is the particle of light or the physiology and then the radioactivity the energy the nuclear force and the glue strength and lastly the gravity are what pull these together so as to create the macro the microscopic into the macroscopic and these are the first to emerge from the unified field okay so why do i speak of this from the scientific aspect well because we go from infinity and beyond so if you think about comically the cartoon character uh buzz lightyear and he and his favorite word was from infinity and beyond it's it's very true because it's an infinite nature that continues to manifest beyond its infinite self it's boundless and in that space the relationship between the unified field and the consciousness according to dr Haglin, is the basis of the mind and matter the mind and matter what scientists call infinity beyond comprehension is what physicists call the unified field and that awareness expands to the infinite in the state of what as yogis we call samadhi and this would become pure consciousness what mathematics calls infinity beyond comprehension is known as unbounded awareness so this is going through the scientific aspect of the whole 
the whole um, journey is the full potential for those of you just tuning in, popping in and popping out so you have an idea of what we're talking about this morning. The super unified field of consciousness from physics in relation to attaining pure consciousness is known through the practice of what I do, transcendental meditation. Most meditations that take you deep within the self um, that fall along these lines that have no meaning, no focus point, you're just being, will take you into the space. But transcendental meditation is a practice that really gets you there and really quickly. And this is where, according to Dr. Hagelin as well, you see with the mind from superficial to profound, so beautiful, through the subjective lens we're in and of themselves is a marriage of unifying the subjective within the objective and discovering the union on the basis of mind and matter where the senses cannot reach and where diversity melts into unity at deeper levels of reality. So beautiful. And so I appreciate this expression because you can see this also explored within the yoga sutras for our yogis that are joining us on this, on this uh, podcast broadcast is that yoga sutra 1.2 also states that yoga is the complete settling of the activity of the mind. And so it's bringing that harmony and balance and taking the chitta vrittis, the vritti really, and creating a space where we're in harmony. And so Dr. Heglin mentions yoga and transcendental meditation practice as when we experience the practice of TM, so we're just going to call transcendental meditation TM going forward, it brings us to the seed source of the total potential. And this is what takes us back to the whole journey is the full potential. In TM, we go beyond the intellect. And I know some of you have listened to Deepak Chopra, where he's spoken about having a peace of mind. But in order to have a peace of mind, we have to go beyond the mind to find peace. And such is this expression of being able to find that wholeness and coming back to the intellect to go beyond the intellect to us to come into that harmonious balance. Beyond the intelligence of one's consciousness or one's conscious mind to the subtlest level of the unbound absolute. So this goes back to that unified field, unchanging, seed of undifferentiated awareness. So the pure unified field is where everything manifests, the microscopic to the macro. Dr. Haglund's model, which is a chart that I will share with you um, on the blog later on this week, expresses the pure unified field or unmanifest as as expressions of the manifest in its process. So you'll see these little loops emerging from a dynamic field. And this reminds me of the layers of the koshas, which we'll talk about really quickly. For those of you that are new to koshas or don't know what that word means, koshas are the layers in the yoga terminology are the different layers of life that we're experiencing. And we have kleshas, which are the aversion or what we deal with on the surface level. And then we have the koshas are what we deal with from a more holistic level where we're going inward and we're, we're going for, to, into what we call purusha. And purusha is kind of like this, it's kind of like a, like an itty bitty tiny little itty bitty little uh, body inside yourself that sees everything, but it's unchanging. It just is the witness. 
of everything that's going on? Who is within yourself seeing everything that you're doing? What is that conscious being? That is Purusha. And it's, if you think of Russian dolls, the itty bitty teeny tiny little Russian doll at the very center. So we go from the outer to the inner when we talk about the koshas. And so I, I go really deep into the koshas and the yoga teacher training that I offer, but I just want to like give you a quick heads up. So although not specifically categorized any subtle body within a specific law of nature, but in relation, this is why I agree with this, with the koshas. Anamaya kosha is the food level. It's, it's the outermost level. It's, it's here. It's you, it's me, it's out here. We're living, we're breathing, everything we're taking in. It's touching our skin. And so this is the food layer. This is the surface level. And so you can think of it as like brick and mortar. Okay. And this is the small bits that make up the physiology. And then we have the next level. And that level is going to be pranayama. So the pranamaya kosha, not pranayama, but kind of along the lines of it, pranamaya is prana means life force. And when we are breathing life into something, it's that life force and the particles of light source that are enlivening this intelligence within. So after we see what's out on the surface level, we go a little bit deeper and we go into the pranamaya and we go into the particles of the light source and physics will call this the quantum mechanics that breathe life into our existence. And this will integrate with the third level. So you're going a little bit now deeper. And then we call this manamaya kosha. Man, M-A-N, just simply means, it's <laughs> meaning uh, mind, mind in Sanskrit, mind in Sanskrit. Oh, thank you for the little love. I love that. Um, and that governs the subtlest layers in the mind the subtlest layers in the mind. So think about Manamaya Kosha as your emotions. Think about this as your discernment. You are making your decisions based on your intuition. This is where this comes in. Um, this is the storehouse of impressions. So anything that's happened is going to be impressed upon you here in this space. And it relates to the I-ness. It relates to the, the seed of the creation of karma. And this is what the quantum field theory resides as well in the mana maya kosha. And for those of you just joining us, we are talking about the whole journey is the full potential. We're breaking it down from the scientific aspect, linking it back from the abstract, from the abstract concepts to more tangible concepts that we've discovered through science. And then we go from, um, into that space of Manamaya Kosha, I also wrote here that the worlds within the worlds within the worlds, as Dr. Haglin has mentioned, it is as different as the dreaming world is from the waking world. And we know this back from waking, dreaming, and sleeping um, states of consciousness. Then we go into Vijnanamaya Kosha. And this is the layer that's associated with the transcendent level of going beyond the intellect and the intelligence of yourself. This is where beyond the conscious mind occurs. So this is where we would be entering into when we practice the transcendental meditation or any meditations that take us to go beyond the mind where we are beginning to relieve all of these extra senses that are holding us back from that full potential. 
This forms and maintains the balance between all the cells, ascending to what we now call Ananda Maya Kosha. Ananda is the bliss that we experience, the unbounded, the seed of creation, the cosmic consciousness that equates to a bliss body. And I wouldn't even say cosmic consciousness here. I would actually take this further. In Ananda Maya, we're in bliss, we're in samadhi. So we would more likely be in glorified consciousness, unity consciousness. We may even be entering into Brahman consciousness. And for those of you that have been following, um, we talked about this last week in the last episode. And then the state of loving for no reason. This what we, we call this unconditional love or agape love, loving all things. Um, I know it's a funny comment. Most of you have seen the movie um, with Mr. Will Ferrell, where uh, one of the characters says, I love lamp. I love the stapler. I love everything. Loving everything is that unbounded, pure love and beingness. And so that state of loving is known of as Brahman consciousness. So through yoga and transcendental meditation, we absolutely have the ability to tap into this unified field of consciousness, which is our whole potential. Therefore, in a nutshell, agreeing with Dr. Hagelin's model of this experience of how the dynamism comes and manifests like that lava lamp that we talked about model, um, we can see how the value of how important having a daily meditation practice is, as well as an asana practice. And it can be for any individual growing through major shifts and transitions in life. I really like to translate that word going instead of going growing, because we're all going through something, but we're growing through it because this is how we evolve ultimately. And let us not discredit that these major shifts can also be moving. They could be career changes. They could be relationship changes. They could be, uh, for some of you, going back to school. Uh, as for myself, I'm um, campus this week, next week, um, here for school myself. So that's a huge shift for me. Um, it could be that you're graduating. It could be a loss of friends, family. There's so many things. It could be new beginnings life transformations, but all of these give you a more expansive awareness of where you're growing into. And I have this acronym that represents the word and the term being. And I know many of others swim in these depths of the ocean of consciousness, uh, and they have their own terms, but it is misunderstood or taken out of context at times. So I would like to share what I, what I wrote um, when my mom passed away and I wrote on, on our marker, one in being eternally with thee and the words that follow are, um, this expression of the unbounded wholeness of being the full potential. Now the word being is B would be bliss. And then E would be experienced. I simply means in N is navigating and G would be God consciousness. You can also utilize it as glorified consciousness and God being the essence or source, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's not just, um, identifying the God word with a he or a she or it or that, or all the things 
It's just being, it's just wholeness. So, um, we're going to step stepping into the ocean of consciousness. This is where I'm going to share with you, uh, some words that might inspire you. And it's something that I wrote for my mom when she passed away and you're welcome to resonate with some of these, take these with you, use some of them for affirmations, but really empower yourself to understand that the whole potential is already there. The full potential is already there. You're already there. So this is what we call the whole journey as the full potential as Yahweh says. And you can hear him actually sing about this. He raps actually about this very conscious music and um, it's called Elohim, E-L-O-H-I-M. And you can find it on SoundCloud. And these are some words that were inspired by a lot of his music. And so um, bear with me. It's a little bit long so you're welcome to pop in and out of course i appreciate you for being present and being here so if you'd like you can close your eyes and be in that space any quotes that uh, come up throughout this experience i will share the, your the resource with as well stepping into the ocean where feet may fail beneath the waves immersed in a peace that surpasses all understanding unbounded and limitless Colorless yet vibrant, humble yet regal, taken deeper without borders, spirit leads me wherever called, discovering the eternal truth dwelling within. As Joyce Meyer says, no power, no peace. I was in a state of being, steady and expanded. I know that my purpose in life was larger than the specific goal I cherished as my own. I was in a state of consciousness. My altered state of consciousness needs no external enhancements. As Yahweh says, put these leaves in my tea and build my chi while they steep. My ancestral protection got me travel in dimensions with no limitations. That's when I'm meditating, vibrating at the frequency of life. Guided by my ancestors, eyes wide open, although physically closed, illuminated by the light manifesting within the eye of all seeing. The eye of the soul got my chakras manifesting while myself is liberating. The waking that met me there, lol dead the waking that led, embracing all loving, all knowing, pura vida, purifying. The magic never ends. Unuttered harmony that I could never dream till earth was lost to me. And that was by Emily Bonte. When in transcendental meditation, unaware, but aware, awaking, dreaming, and sleeping. What is real and what is fake? I'm dreaming way more lucid than any other human in any other state, as Yahweh says. Like breaking out of the cage that was open all the while, released of all trials, losing much by imprisonment in any form of speech, as Hamilton Wright maybe says. I've entered heaven, 
which has always been on earth, detached from a witness, united with the spirit, a vessel, timeless in cosmic creation, the intersection of messenger, living out the Dharma, my karma, for this lifetime. As Teresa of Avila says, my soul at once becomes recollected and I enter the state of quiet or that of rapture so that I can use none of my faculties and senses. When I have thought the soul to be lost, I have found that it is enjoying great benefit. As I sit in meditation or about to cross worlds, I listen, surrender, allow all to flow. Seeking the highest verse, open to grace, divine, there is no race. The seed of my soul rests, unchanged, unbothered by any test, purified by the ocean of bliss, experienced in navigating love, pure and whole. Consciousness, pura vida, pure life, divine kiss, united in bliss, quitting a structure to sharing experiences is like putting boundaries on the boundless. The basis, as Maharishi Maheshogi says here, the basis of wisdom is consciousness because that is being. The omnipresent of life, all permeating, all pervading, and on that level, one can be all wise and all knowing. And this is the last part. I have crossed from the external to the internal, which led me to the external, which led me to the eternal, one in being eternally with thee. Om Shanti, Om Shanti, peace, peace, peace. A couple of uh, references for you all that I use a lot of the time is um, Craig Pearson's book, Supreme Awakening. And I utilized, you can use on SoundCloud, there's two songs that Yahweh sings and it's uh, The Magician and Elohim, and then Maharishi Mahesh's book, The Science of Being, Art of Living. And those are um, the three references that I utilized to put this program together for you today. So, so much love, everybody. I wanna thank you again for joining. I'm going to be hopping now into Vivaya Live so that I can go ahead and teach our Monday morning flow. And I will see you all there. Much love from my heart to yours. Namaste, and I'll see you next week. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.